got it going on. What, what? You got it going on. What, what? I used to be scared of the dick. Now I throw lips to the shit. Handle it like a real bitch. Heather Hunter, Jenna Jack me. Take it in the bud. Yeah, yeah, it's what? I got land in Switzerland. Even got sand in the Maryland. Bahamas in the spring. Baby, it's a big mama thing. Can't tell by the diamonds in my rings. You know that song, girl? You know I've her? heard the part. I heard the part where it's like, don't be, I'm not scared of the dick. I heard that part. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Is it, I, I mean, I could just, is it Lil' Kim? Yes, Little Kim, I, Big Mama I'm just thing. assuming, talking about Dig, it's probably Lil' Kim. Yeah, 1996 T's from that hardcore oh. album. Yes, girl. Is this, a, is this the occasion? Is this like your way of like, you know, for Nikki's pregnancy? You're kind of giving Lil' Kim a little love on her. <laughs> oh, I'm a Little Kim girl. Hard. You know, me and Miss Nikki, I've had a love and, love-hate relationship with her. Like, you know, I'm a Cash Doll girl because I'm from Detroit and... She's actually close mm-hmm. to my family, believe it or not. But ice like, me out. Ice, ice me, me out. out. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she got her last album was kind of cute too. From last year, her last album was kind of cute. Oh, but, I love I love that one. That's like, um, oh, what's it called? Oh, you played it for me. Um, uh, doing oh. too much. Doing too oh, much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what you like cash. Did you doing, doing too much? Too much. <laughs> I'm like, shut up, ho. Oh, ho, you ain't doing you ain't enough. Doing enough. Ah! Oh, you fucking mad? That's too fucking bad? Since hey, you fucking asked? Hey, I like doing too much, hey. okay? <laughs> yeah, but no, Little Kim, I've always been a Little Kim girl. So me and Nikki go back and forth. But but Nikki dogged my girl Cash Dow out. So, oh. and she's dogged out Cardi B. Like, oh. Nikki can't get along with any other female rappers for the most part, right? With a few exceptions. So. Only one she can get along with is her sex offender husband. Allegedly. Oh, allegedly. allegedly. Actually, I don't allegedly. think that shit is alleged, bitch. I think he got, I think he went to prison. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you shit. go to jail, it's not alleged anymore. It's not alleged anymore, um, right? But uh, welcome back to Two Safe Queens. I'm your host, Miss Malachi. I'm back in the hostess seat. Ooh, let me, oh, you kept it warm, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, girl, with my fat ass, bitch. <laughs> How are we, Miss Devereaux? How you doing, sis? I am doing great, girl. I am doing great. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, you know what? But I'm becoming a little bit like those white protesters back in March <laughs> and April, girl. Oh yeah. May. How so? Yeah, I really want me a haircut, girl. I'm not oh. gonna lie. <laughs> I want me a haircut. So the last haircut I had was on February 11th. Okay, and... exact date. What time? Okay, 11:05. <laughs> Probably around that, actually. But um, no, I'm on some Black Panther, Huey P. Newton type tees, you know, <laughs> which is cute, which would be cute if my hairline would cooperate, girl. Right. The, that hairline, she's 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 struggling with this mm. fro, you know, she's used to having a low, a lower haircut. So, girl, so me and my barber, we're cool. I usually go, you know, I don't like to be around a lot, a whole lot of black trade at the same time. So, And this is your barber who we kind of mentioned last episode, who's just a little hotel, like not too hotel, yes. but it's just a smidge. Just a smidge. So I usually go to his house, though, to get my hair cut. I don't usually go and set up a trade in the barbershop. I don't like it like that. <laughs> I don't like hetero black men like that. Those are the type that we stand. Those are the no, type. No, <laughs> I don't like barbershop, you know, barbershop tees. Um, and so, okay, so I got my last haircut on february 11th and i was really i usually go about every four to five weeks usually four weeks um so it was like right around the time we were going into quarantine it was time for me to get a haircut but everything mm. was like scary in march like march yeah. the 10th. oh that was it yeah. and you know that's that's you know you was on that london like let me get back home tease <laughs> 
and get her the fuck home. And my barber, he's married to an essential worker, so I'm like, oh, girl, oh. I'm not going over there to get no haircut on no COVID tees. He actually got <laughs> COVID-like symptoms around that time, too. Interesting. And so, okay. yes, yeah, so that was scary. So then we went into quarantine for some months, and the hair, she just grew out and grew out and grew out, and then... Um, okay, so finally June, you know, the barber's open back up. My barber's actually cutting hair at his house in the backyard. Like, so we're outside, so it's okay. safer with mask on and all this type of tea. Got right? that fresh air blowing away. You know, and my brother went, my brother went to go get the haircut. So I was like, okay. okay, cool. It's like, I can go get mine too. I can go get mine too. And so okay. next time, next thing I know, girl, this nigga, he, he's texting me like, man, call me. Man, I can't believe what happened to me. I'm like, okay, Trey, what happened, Trey? And so, girl, don't you know that he, girl, he was charged with pulling a weapon on somebody, girl, allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. And that nigga did three days in jail and and caught some felony charges. So I'm like, okay. Wait, what happened? Girl, I shouldn't talk about it. He got a court case pending, Okay, all right. It's still pending. (laughs) It's still pending. But, But I will say this. But I will say this. He just did three days in jail. Nigga, that 14 days starts all over again. I can't get no motherfucking haircut. God damn. Can I get a haircut? I love like, that, like, that's what you're worried about. Not another black man going into the um, no, bitch. system. I'm worried about you're my like, motherfucking I'm worried about my fade. <laughs> so that 14 days started over for me. I was, I was about to go over there. And I was like, oh, no, let me count 14 days from the day he got out of jail. And then a bitch called me and was like, oh, no, bitch, you should do 21 days. You know, you don't know that residual COVID tease from jail. Yeah. And so it just kept adding up and adding up. And then, and then I look up, I'm like, okay, this 21 days is coming up. Then he took a, but he took a picture on Instagram with all these young niggas in the picture, like 20 something on some asymptomatic carrier type tees. <laughs> like, like he's in his deep in his 40s. And like, why do you got all these young niggas in your picture who are like, yeah. you know, 24, 20? The children, are the, the children are the future, honey. <sighs> Girl, they also, they're also some asymptomatic carriers, though. <laughs> like, um, okay, so I was like, okay, okay, that we're going to be wearing masks. Let me not freak out about all those, all those men in his picture. Like, and then motherfucker gets into a car accident. <laughs> Same nigga, right? The same barber. Your poor barber. He gets to a car accident in a truck that he doesn't even own. I, it doesn't, it's not even his Ooh, car. That's and then I, shit. And I look, he posts pictures of the car accident on Instagram too, right? Uh-huh. And it's a bunch of people inside this truck that are not in his family. Like, I don't know them. These aren't people from his household. So I imagine you are really looking at his circle of like people he interacts with, like following his Instagram. Like, he don't, that's not family. <laughs> Oh, girl, yeah, I'm I'm definitely, like, peeping all of that shit. And I'm like, girl, I don't know what to do because I've been resisting and resisting, but my shit is looking rough. And I may just have to, you know, learn how to cut this shit on my own or something. I don't know what to do. Cause so you don't have a backup barber? and like I have not gone to another barber since 2009. He's been my wow. barber for 11 years. So that's... I'm like... Oh, that's like me and my mechanic. That's a relationship. Like, exactly. yeah, you can't just... Wow. But my brother my brother cheats on him all the time and goes to this other fancy barber shop mm. and that where they're like having like real, real like you know, parameters and like like plastic shields and like plastic. All that type of tea. But it's like forty five dollars for a haircut. But my brother was like, you know, I actually I go there sometimes. You should go I there. I mean, how much is your barber? Oh, that's some other tea. I don't really pay for my haircuts either. <laughs> so- what? I don't pay for my haircuts, but we'll talk about you that give it later. In... Oh, oh okay. no! 
Ooh, I mean, girl. you were calling him Trey, girl. Yeah, well, all niggas are trade to me, him. girl. I mean, all men are trade to me. It's, it just That's takes true. the right, the right bitch. It just takes the right queen. Like all men are trade. All men so are you're trade. not gonna say why you don't pay? No, it was just oh, I've done him a lot of tea. I've okay, done him done a lot of favors. He owes you. He owes not, you. Not, not, not those kind of not favors. sexually. I right. got it. But I've done okay. him a lot of favors. That's all. All I right. I got it. Okay. Exactly. So, yeah. So, what's the plan right now, girl? Is it just? Well, I got this um, Shea Moisture um, leave-in <laughs> conditioner in the meantime to get this shit together. So you're just going to keep her growing. You're just going to... I mean, you're not showing her... I mean, oh, you are on camera sometimes. Like I am on the Zoom and all that shit. Oh. Girl, it's a struggle. I don't... I, I'm thinking about it. I may go to that fancy barbershop for, with I would that say $45 do it, girl. Too. I mean, sometimes, you know, you got to do what you got to do out here to get yeah. that good cut. So. And they're taking all the safety precautions. I mean, I think I'm going to go there, girl. I'm going to go yeah. there. I think that's the way. Uh, if y'all have some advice for uh, Miss Devereaux about what she should do, feel free to <laughs> write Email a hoe. Call a hoe. Email a hoe. Call her. Email her and ask them at twosayqueens.com. <laughs> girl, because this is, this is not, this is looking rough. I'm telling you. Ugh. And we'll pray for it. We'll pray for it. Pray that for hair. me, girl. Pray for me. <laughs> Um, on that note, um, outside of the continued worries about your barber and his dealings with Miss Rona, everyone's having to worry about Miss Rona. So let's go and get into, um, we got quite a bit of news on the docket today. Let's get into our good news and bad news. We got to start with the bad news, which is Miss Rona is awful. She's, um, we've recently passed 140,000 deaths, um, close to 4 million cases, diagnosed cases, um, I think I had mentioned that, you know, this has been more than any other war, but I think the Civil War, probably not, because, you know, we were both American, technically Americans on each side fighting there. Girl, those but, were uh, traitors. Those were traitors, that's girls. Fair, Don't call them Americans. Fair, fair. Fuck those hoes. Fuck them. Fair, fair. Okay. I mean, because we still fight in the Confederacy today, Yeah, we how are. you look at it. Um, but, in, I mean, I think because we're in this moment, there are some real changes that are happening, especially with Miss DJT. Like, she literally got me gasping. Like, she recently tweeted out a picture with her wearing a mask. Um, I don't remember what the um, the text said, but, I mean, just that is like, girl. Um, and then I think it press- was like, some say it's patriotic to wear a mask, so I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> it was like that so, type of tea. That she loves like- referring to some people. I heard, like, just someone else. Like, who? Who? who say bitch? their names. Yeah. Uh, she also, we're recording this on Tuesday, um, and she recently had a press conference today where it threw, it took me back. She talked about <laughs> whether you like it or not, that people should wear a mask. Um, and of course, like for most of this press conference, um, she was reading. So obviously, I don't know how much of this is like her heart <laughs> or, or whatever's left of her mind. But um, she seemed like she was kind of taking some of this a little serious. And I think, you know, they recently talked about how they're going to be doing more um, of the kind of daily conferences, which I think it also will help her polling numbers. So I'm hoping that not all the um, cable networks will run it. But what do you think about this girl? Well, CNN ran it today, girl. They ran well, the yeah. conference today. I, and I feel like it's the first one, so I'll give you that. But I don't want to see that man. Because, you know, she's going to start going off script. She, she can't is, stay yeah. into it. And that, but th- that works to our advantage when she goes off script, actually. That's where she fucks up. It talks about injecting th- I'm bleach. I'm on that. I think some of that, yeah, when she talks about the bleach stuff. But, but some she's going to mess up. Yeah, you're right. 
She's gonna fuck up. That's what she does. But you know, it was interesting because there was no Dr. Fauci. There was no Dr. Burr. Yes, they there asked him about. They asked Dr. Fauci if he was um, gonna be there. He's like, "Well, no one's told me, so <laughs> guess not." <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually and girl, guess, guess who she mentioned in the press conference? Did you watch it, girl? Did you get a chance to watch? I it? I did. I did. But I can't think of girl. She she said a, a reporter asked her about um just G Slane Maxwell, the you know the associate of Jeffrey Epstein. And he, Miss DJT said, Oh, I wish her well. I wish Miss, you know, G Slade uh, Maxwell, the sex, you know, the alleged sex trafficker. Who supposedly was helping enabler. Epstein, yeah, get the young girls. That- he said he met her, he had met her many times and he wished her well, girl. Don't you think, I mean, I'm sure his political operatives were like, kind of scrambling over that they were like why would this bitch like have an unforced error like that like <laughs> after fox news goes through all the trouble of cutting you out of photos with her <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's gonna just acknowledge her and wish her well like that and she's like basically trafficked in allegedly but like, you know they'll find a way you know they'll find a way of being like well you know i've been in new york for so many years i saw we did run each other's circles but i you know they'll find a way of talking out of it so i feel like whatever i mean he does have like 20 pictures with that bitch he's got like a bunch of pictures with her yeah so yeah that's some tea um but i mean the other this kind of like the potential good news depending on uh, well the vaccine's coming. The vaccine study, we've seen that Oxford had a vaccine study that they're doing with AstraZeneca, which is a huge pharmaceutical company. Um, they're starting to do tests on humans and they've had really promising results. Um, so they've already gone through two phases of testing. And it looks like it's been producing like a good response from the participants uh, in terms of kind of neutralizing the um, coronavirus uh, in people's bodies so he's already been kind of shopping out that like you know this vaccine is coming of course i'm sure he will love it to come by election time so he can be the great white savior that most white people already think he is i shouldn't say most some white people already think he Uh, is it was it was it was 49 percent the other day of like how many whites are gonna vote for him as of today I thought his polling numbers were going down, though. It was 49% of white people, I would oh, just say. Duh. And, and 40, 42% of white people were going to vote for Biden, 49% of white. So he definitely That's had so a major close. a major so plurality close. of white people, like almost close to that 50% plus. So white people are still standing for him. They oh, still are. Lord. Okay. Girl. Okay. We got to focus. We got to <laughs> Uh But... So what do you think about the vaccine, girl? I mean, would you take that first round? I'm not going to lie to you, girl. I might have to let... Like, because <laughs> he's he's rushing this out says he's like all right we got the vaccine i'm like let y'all take it let me see how y'all do for like a couple weeks like I'm, i'll find an excuse i'll kill a family member i'm not going back to work till i <laughs> Well, let me say this much, okay? Let me say this much. So I think, like, okay, there's really three vaccines I've been hearing about regularly. Mm. One is the AstraZeneca, the Oxford vaccine, out of the UK. So that's that's out of the UK, right? The Moderna one here in the US. And then there's a Chinese vaccine, which I definitely will not be taking. (laughs) I will not be taking no Chinese vaccine. Fuck those girls. Um, well, fuck China at least, not fuck the I mean, technically, she would know probably the best of how to deal with it, but... (laughs) She would... I, I didn't call her the Chinese virus like Trump did at her briefing today, but I mean, it did come from China. That's it all did. I'm saying. It did, but those girls don't, they bypass, you know, in China, yeah, they're going to bypass yeah. so many safety things. Like, they are not, yeah. 
up and up generally on like safety type tea and they and you know they just gave it to their like military as like guinea pigs in china yeah i think russia has done the same thing for the um for the for the vaccine stuff that they stole from like astrazeneca and Mm. and the u.s companies i think they've like basically reproduced it and given it so i've heard allegedly to their military (laughs) allegedly um, but yeah, so this one, this AstraZeneca vaccine, though, they said it could come out as early as September, girl. That's what they're saying. Right. Um, now I, I don't so think. So would you we, take that first round? I don't think we'd be eligible for the first round because I think they're going to oh, give right. it. First I think respond- they're going to um, to first responders. Or not first. for, like people on the front lines. And then maybe to the elderly girl. They'll use the elderly as the guinea pigs and take those <laughs> girls out and, you know, get them all social security type. AKA, things. we still not going back to work till probably 2021. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so girl, so I'm, you let the old girls, let the first responders take it first because that's who's going to be eligible. And we're just, we're not, I mean, that's okay. I'm okay with waiting for that second round i'm yeah. okay yeah i am i don't know yeah but i I'm, i won't be taking that chinese vaccine so it's either the uk one or the u.s one or maybe and in some ways i kind of lean a bit more toward right this feels a little traitorous myself lean a bit more toward the uk one because you know that u.s one you know trump is probably le- breathing down yeah. their necks to be like that shit better come out in september i don't give a fuck <laughs> yeah yeah that shit I, better I lean, come out in september yeah i lean toward that so. uk one for that reason too i mean miss boris might be on there you know miss boris johnson the prime minister over there she's a trumpian type girl sometimes she's a she's not she, well i think it's partly because the brits no brit could truly be like a trump like no brick because they're so they're so self-deprecating and like you know they, so even boris she's still she's even kind of known for being a bit buffoonish which i think is a difference between her and trump because miss djt is a bit more I think I hate to say it, she's got a little bit more savviness or a little bit more like she knows what she's doing. Well, I think yeah. Miss Boris, like there, one of my um, a British girl I know um, was sending me stuff about how Miss Boris was missing like four or five meetings about this shit because she just wasn't taking it seriously and was worried about her affair with um, or trying to get out of his divorce and get married to this new woman who had had an affair with. So she's And not... he, kn- he knocked that next big bitch up, didn't he? he oh, yeah, that yeah, that's up. the one. Yeah. That's the one he had. She had so. a baby by him while he was, like, dealing with corona type teas, I yeah. think. Yeah, girl. So um. did he did he skip those meetings before or after he had corona? Oh, these oh. were this was before. This was, like, oh. beginning of the year. Like, he's missed at least three or four of those briefings when they were oh. like, we might need to be watching this. He would just not go to them. And it's like, well, if the prime minister, the a.k.a. their president, essentially doesn't go... Why the fuck are the rest of the government going to take it seriously? So. Well, she was she was almost on her last leg for a minute. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she mm-hmm. had to learn the hard way. Some girls are like that. Yeah, if only Miss DJT would face <laughs> that. But, you know, yeah, God, God works in mysterious God ways. God works so in mysterious ways. Yeah, we sure do, girl. Um, now, speaking of where we might truly need some God, you know, divine intervention, girl, what's happening in Miss Portland, honey? Like, well, Miss Portland, girl, so that is some tea, some un unidentified federal officers have been deployed by president djt and they were captured on video spraying tear gas and using batons against protesters there in oregon oh they were doing that i thought that was just an office or some of the um some of the i didn't know i thought they were just doing the abductions they were actually attacking the protesters as well oh yeah girl yeah more than more than those abductions and so the unrest in the city has gained national attention as local elected officials and congressional members have demanded the exit of federal officers who have been captured on video making aggressive arrests and throwing protesters into unmarked vans so that that's some scary shit right like focus stop 
Wait, am I saying it right? Gestapo? Full Gestapo, yeah. Yeah, Full Gestapo. like, AKA, like, bitch, they putting a black, you know, a black hood on your head, throwing you in an unmarked car, taking you somewhere. You don't know. They ain't read you no rights. You can't, like, that is completely, you know, suspension of habeas corpus, which is basically, oh, God, what is habeas corpus? Habeas that corpus is, to, like, is the like, officer, like, when yeah. they read you your rights and, like. Well, that's, that's Miranda rights when oh, you no, have to read you your rights. But the habeas, mm-hmm. the writ of habeas corpus says that you, the, that the government entity, they have to have a reason to arrest right, you. Right, right. So when they suspend the writ of habeas corpus, they don't, they no longer need a reason to arrest you. And that's when we're, it's only been suspended one time in American history, and that was by Lincoln during the Civil War. Hmm. AKA so when she need to go in on those confederate girls <laughs> yeah so i remember my ap us history teacher you know how lincoln is universally heralded as like the greatest president in american history and my oh. u.s history teacher my ap us history teacher used to say oh but lincoln suspended the writ of habeas corpus it was the most dangerous thing ever and i was like okay girl like she's still <laughs> i mean she's still like freed the slaves girl even despite all her personal issues like <laughs> Anyway, though, but that was my girl, my APUS history teacher. But anyway, um, there was, um, oh, speaking of unmarked federal vans, though, girl, let I got, I have a little deviation, girl. Oh, way back. Okay, you know we got to get done today. Okay, go ahead. I know what's okay. Let's see what the time is. Okay, quickly, quickly, quickly. Like way, like summer two thousand six, New York City, interning while in college, girl. I. Yo, I was walking down the street drunk after leaving a club. I I left my friend there because he wanted to stay there. It was already like three thirty four a.m. and you know the club okay. closed at five a.m. The yeah. Roxy when she was open in New York. I'm dating oh, myself. Yeah. Yeah, so you've been to the Roxy Girl? I think I have been to the Roxy. You yeah. know, I've been in New York a couple she's, of times. She's yeah. been she gone was cute. for a few years now. But she, um, so anyway, I left her there. She was higher drunk <laughs> on something. I was drunk walking down the street on the far, you know, west side of Manhattan. And I was just walking down the street drunk. And this white van pulls up beside me, this fine-ass black man, fine-ass, like one of the finest men I've ever seen in my life. He says, where are you going? Do you need a ride? <laughs> And he's in this unmarked, he's in this unmarked white van, bitch. And I'm like, I went and looked back at the license plate, and it had a federal government license plate on Ooh, it. Oh, bitch! And I, he, I was a like, federal trade. I was like, oh well, no, I'm just walking to the subway to go back home, and you know, this is like near Times Square tees, like. And he was like, oh, well, let me give you a ride to the subway stop. So I was like, oh, okay. Like a dumb drunk bitch. You got in there? I got in there. 21. 21, girl, at the time. Oh, so anyway. Oh, those were the times. Girl, that nigga was so fine. We started making out. <gasps> he, like, we started making out. And he... That well, van and, had a lot of room, didn't it? <laughs> it had a lot of room, but we didn't do any tea like that. I was oh. still saved back then. Girl. Oh, yeah. I'm more saved than I am now. More saved than I am now. But girl, he was a jack. He was a military <gasps> lawyer, bitch. Ooh, did he, he have was, a ring, girl? Was he full? Was he rural trade, or was he just somewhat? He trade? no, he was actually a butch queen. Believe it or not, oh, okay. he was a tradish butch queen. It. It's fine, chocolate dark skin man. Ooh, you're mm. so fine, black Cuban descent, but like really chocolatey really dark skin he was beautiful and he was most beautiful he, but he was really conceited he was like i look so good i should be on billboards he how did that, that even come up did he just did y'all pass a billboard and he was like i don't even he just used to brag about himself all the time anyway like oh, i gave okay. him a fake address like so he didn't know where i lived and he was trying <laughs> so to get into my house because i was saved or whatever he was trying to get my house to do things i didn't want to do girl so i just blocked <laughs> his number way back then anyway oh, but man. like going back to this white van now <laughs> So, going back to this white van, there was one video of the unidentified federal agents arresting a protester, taking her into an unmarked van, 
and then telling the other protesters around her that the agents will shoot them if they follow the unmarked government van. Yes, I do remember him. What type of bullshit is... I mean, that is fucking Gestapo, SS, like, Nazi-type tees. Like, this is crazy. So, on Saturday, a group of women wearing bike helmets formed what they called a wall of moms and chanted phrases such as... This feds, was feds stay clear and moms are here. And leave our kids alone. But unfortunately, organizer Bev Barnum told BuzzFeed News that federal officers unleashed tear gas on them that night. So, but but still, like they they didn't give up. Like it's apparently it started with like a couple. Or I don't know if it started, but it started in a small amount. But it's been growing to the point of like they're coordinating and they've been continuing to go out there. And it's been getting there's more and more of them. Um, yeah. So they're yeah even with the um what they faced they still went back out there so that's nice to see that's, yeah know, they went out the Portland, next she's day a, she's a white city so. she's a white city girl she is but they went out there the next day so the president um has called these mostly peaceful protesters in portland anarchists and agitators in a tweet yesterday and miss djt has also commented or commended the officers for doing a fantastic job suggesting that she may send additional federal officers to major cities such as new york chicago mm. philadelphia mm. detroit my hometown baltimore and oakland now i would love to see those feds go to the south side and the west side of chicago girl and see what the mm. what those girls do over there because mm. those girls are not that's having not gonna it. end well that's it won't well. the, those chicago girls on, are on some like mexican and central american cartel type t like they will take those fed girls out but even like, if it- I don't know, girl. They're they're playing with fire. Miss DJT is playing with fire, girl. But even with Philly, I was reading about how the um the uh district. Oh God, am I doing this right? District attorney. Yeah, I think yeah. The Philly was kind of saying like talking about how like my family's been fighting fastest for years. I'm not about to let them come to my city. Like if any of y'all come here, like you will get arrested and you'll face a Philadelphia jury. And I'm like, that's the energy. Like that's what I want. Like, and he's a white dude. Like they're not about to like just. I feel like he's playing. He's playing with fire, doing it this way. Well, that's uh, a that's a very progressive uh, district attorney who was just elected in Philadelphia. I know that's a white dude, but yeah, he's yeah, very progressive. What his name is. Um, but actually, I don't think that those federal officers can. I don't know to what degree they can be charged in local courts. Uh, that's something that you know because mm-hmm. the federal has like the highest level of jurisdiction. I mean, honestly, we'll have to but see. if you're not, how do I know you're technically a federal officer? Because you're not wearing no type of identification so i'm gonna just treat you like a dude just ad- attacking people yeah just like a nigga i mean real street, talk right? how do yeah. i know you're a federal officer well um, so congresswoman alexandria ocasio cortez of new york and delegate eleanor Holmes or eleanor holmes norton of dc are introducing a bill in the house that would require these federal agents to both identify the agency they're with and their last names and id numbers um so they're introducing that sometime this week uh but my thing is like already we already have police officers who don't do shit like like what is I appreciate the bill but is that really going to do something if like well i mean girl we don't even know where these motherfuckers are from like we don't know if they're mercenaries we don't well, know if they're like white supremacist militias like we don't really so, know what type of federal agents so they, some, it, i don't know go ahead well so go. some of what i saw and i can't think of and i'm messing up the name of the agency so th- there's an agency there's a there's a part of like federal officers that protect federal buildings, institutions, right? So basically like if you go to a federal building, there are officers that are guarding it. And those aren't normal police officers, those are like federal officers. So apparently 
where this is maybe coming, where these they're kind of pulling this from is they're kind of looping in a mixture of like ICE, Customs and Border Patrol, and these officers, and they're all kind of answering under DHS, um, the Department for Homeland Security. And they're kind of using this idea of like, well, they're protecting like federal buildings and federal institutions and using them in that way and kind of letting them kind of over overstep. Um, so mm-hmm. again, it could still be, I mean, because... I wonder, I wonder if that's the U.S. Marshals. I wonder if that's the U.S. Marshals Service. Let me get what their name is. Federal. But girl, we need to know where they're from, though, because these could federal, be just... Federal Protective Service. Yeah, okay. That's the name. Okay, yeah. I've seen It's the Uniform Security Police Division of the United States Department of Homeland Security. So I've heard, like, I've heard people talking about, like, that's kind of what the legalese that they're using to justify these people. But it's still, like, they're not... That's what I think it is, but it could still tell me, be mercenaries. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, because, you know, Betsy DeVos, her brother, Eric Prince, he runs, like, a defense contractor and a mercenary service. And I was like, did Bill Barr and Chad Wolf, the act- acting Homeland Secretary, did they contract with Eric Prince to get some, like, on some mercenary tea, like, from Eric Prince? Or did they hire those local white supremacist militias in mm-hmm. Oregon that are pretty common there? Like, what did they, like, who did, who are these bitches who are... You know, kidnapping people, kidnapping people and putting them in vans. Like, this is some bullshit. Like, and thankfully, like, you know, some of the people who were kidnapped were then released. Are they, they were taken to, they were, well, they, this is why I'm pretty sure they're federal people potentially or employed by because they were taken to like federal buildings to be interrogated. And thankfully, some of them were released. But still, you know, when they were there, they talked about how they were never read their rights or anything like that. And they were basically just trying to pressure them and threaten them. So, it's it's scary it's something to watch and i mean trump i think i don't know if it was a today's briefing he probably did reiterate it but he's talked about no it wasn't even trump it was the um i think the acting um, uh, homeland security secretary yeah, yeah he was talking about like because trump had mentioned those cities but he was talking about you know we'll do this nationwide and like that at that point like y'all and that's why my thing is like y'all talking about voting girl we might not make it to november like what are y'all like this is something to really watch so girl that because yeah i I don't know i don't know what's right you miss philadelphia miss detroit miss chicago she's not gonna just let the feds be on her streets like that yeah it'll be interesting to see because like okay y'all tried it with portland and I, I even kind of think about the response of, like, Portland mayor people. I'm like, y'all, I don't want to see no response. I want y'all out in the streets protecting your fucking citizens from these people. Don't send me no responses. Um, but I feel like y'all y'all going to really be playing with some of these cities that are more black and more Latinx, more brown. Like, the girls are like, oh, we doing this? Like, we're going to do it. Let's do it. Like, I feel like, you know, Miss Miss Deverobin Warren telling y'all it's time to strap up. Like... It might really be see, time. It might be. T- I could see Miss Chicago in particular. I could see like the the gangs, like the black gangs, the Latin gangs, all the different gangs and the cartel teeth. Like I could see them literally banding together and taking right. in and getting rid of the feds yeah. in their city. Like yeah. they are not going to play about that shit. I yeah. couldn't see them like I just can't see those girls in Chicago and here in Detroit to some degree. They got machine. I mean, they have heavy artillery. Like they are nothing to play with. They're they using that play. Second Amendment. So. <laughs> yeah, they, well, a lot of that shit is those are illegal guns. A lot of those. <laughs> guns. So I mean, I mean, it's kind of the Second Amendment. I don't know, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, um, this next story, which I'll take, is um, I'm gonna just say it's sad news, especially for any of y'all who are fans of Mr. Ye. Um, this is all about Kanye and his complete. Oh, that girl is um, 
Well, let me just say what happened. So um, as we talked about, I think two shows ago, I think when Cameron was on, we talked about how Kanye announced that he was going to run for president. Um, He's continued to not really do anything with that, although until recently where he um, paid, I think, 35000 or something like that to get on the ballot in South Carolina. Um, but then you also then need a certain amount of petitions. I think, like, ten, is it 10000 or I don't remember how many exactly. Know. But you need a certain amount of petitions to then be validated. Or signatures uh, on a petition. Signatures, right? sorry. Yeah. A.K.A., like, supporters. Um, and basically this weekend on Sunday, um, he had a conference or had, like, a kind of rally in Charleston, South Carolina, um, where he basically, it was a mixture of rally, press conference. He had some speakers, which it was nice that he put some black women before him to kind of talk about their experiences. And there oh, was girl. some stuff in there that, like, I could see it, but it just became a mess. Like, he, this is where I'm sure most of y'all know, he talked about how Miss Harriet Tubman, the famed abolitionist who's recently played by Cynthia Reveal. Um, she never actually freed the slaves. She just had them work for other white people. Um, he went on to talk about, you know, he's done deals with like Adidas and talks about how he needs to be on their board. He's not going to work with them anymore. Um, he went into this whole thing. Like this is when it really gets, and I watched it. I don't know if you watched it, girl. I'm curious oh, yes, after I, I finish. Yes, I did. It's, it gets rough where he was talking about how, and this is when he started, this is the moment when he cried. And of course, a lot of, pages a lot of media put it on his front page where he talked about how his um he will would have been aborted but his mom saved him and then that's when he cried and then he went on to talk about how he almost was wanted to abort his own daughter and then decided against it it was um it was a lot and it just from the way he was talking from just the energy he was giving talked about you can't trust pharmaceutical companies um saying that you know both saying that like oh we need to stop killing ourselves at gas stations but then also saying like oh you know shooting his guns is fun and how he he opposed gun control it was an episode like let's just be honest it felt like a manic episode but um and of course this was recently followed i think it was if not that same evening by tweets that were then deleted about how um kim kardashian who's his wife um and um oh my god what's her name chris um, jenner his mother chris jenner have been trying to like you know get him help and trying to take him away and lock him up and he won't let them do it just all types of stuff so i don't know i almost didn't know if we even wanted to talk about it but it's just become such a complete it's like it's like a Britney Spears moment, but even kind of worse because it's also political because he's and by the way he did not make it on the ballot he never it's not even that he I bet he could have gotten some signatures. He never even submitted them. Like, that's the part where you realize, like, oh, this is, like, what the fuck are you talking about, Chance the Rapper, when you're saying, oh, we should give Kanye a chance? Like, this man is clearly going through it right now. He needs support. He needs help. He doesn't need enabling. I know that Queen Chance the Rapper probably regrets some of those tweets. I think she... Ooh, yes. I think that Queen... But but then I just... Or maybe not, because I just saw today that Dave Chappelle was just hanging out with him, who... It's problematic for his own transphobia and, you know, being a problematic hetero black man. But I don't know. I think I think he regrets publicly supporting him. But I bet you he still supports him behind closed doors. Behind the closed doors, but like coming out and saying, "Oh, you're gonna oh, vote yeah. for, for Kanye over? Are you gonna yeah, vote? Why for don't Biden you get? Why Kanye? don't you give Kanye a chance? Like turning Ooh, into that bro. whole black white thing? Which, to be fair, a lot of times it is black white. Like, why don't you get the black person a chance? But girl, this wasn't that time. 
Yeah, but what I will say though, like Kanye ended up in that tirade, he ended up going off on a young black woman named Aisha, who then because she asked a question about gun reform, and then in his was response, this at the conference? Was this the one that she kicked, he kicked out? This was at the rally, yeah, where he right. tried to kick her out. I know he out. kicked out some people. He didn't. He d- he actually ended up walking off the stage, so he didn't even get a chance to kick her out. Oh. But but she he was the one he castigated her for having her mask on too. But really, um, I yeah. missed that. But so he he she asked a question about gun control, um, and then he proceeded to answer, but had like was just saying all these false things, and she corrected him on those statements one by one, and so he got mad at her, and he called her a sister soldier, and then th- that she wanted Wakanda, not America. Okay, and then before proceeding what? to talk badly about black women. So, yeah, he talked badly about black women during that tirade at some point. And so, basically, what Twitter reminded me, this Twitter post reminded me, not to confuse Kanye's mental illness with his anti-blackness and misogyny. Like, those, he's, he, regardless of his mental illness. Or even also his capitalist, also his, like, still desire for for white capitalist acceptance. Like, that idea that, like, oh, I'm only going to work with Adidas if they put me on the board. Like, he's not looking for out for y'all by saying that. For the black, for the community by saying, oh, I want to get on Adidas' board. No, exactly it's not yeah he's looking out for himself, yeah, sorry. Out for himself. Ahead, and so yeah i just think like we have to like not conflate his mental illness with his anti-blackness and misogyny like those he's still an asshole like regardless of whether he's having a mental breakdown or not he still has anti-black pathologies he still has misogynist pathologies and fuck that girl like fuck her you know and i know that there's like a place where you can tie in like where Kim Kardashian fits into that both in some ways being that embodiment of like here's him turning away from black women but also like you can't blame Miss Kim on everything. You can't blame everything on right, her. Like, right. Kanye was dealing with shit like this before he even met Kim Kardashian. Like, he was showing tension tantrums. He was having mental episodes, you know. You know, the loss of his mom really hit him hard. But it seems even beyond that, like, he's not in a good place. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know, girl. I will Did say that, any- too. And then he ended up going in on her on Twitter where he said the movie Get Out was about me. Everybody right. knows... Everybody knows that the movie Get Out was about me. He erased that tweet later on. And then he he, he went off. That's also when he tweeted about how he had wanted to abort his baby, right? Did he he get rid of that tweet too? Because I think there was a tweet as well. There was a tweet about like he might lose his wife for talking about that. Mm -hmm. So he didn't mention. Mm -hmm. Yeah. he. And then there was another tweet where he goes in about my kids. The West kids will never be in Playboy. Because, you know, his wife posed in Playboy in 2007, so he was going off. He was, like, basically, like, on a misogynist tee. And then and then he actually went after his mother-in-law, Kris Jenner, because Kris Jenner, during the episode of The Kardashians where Kim is posing for Playboy, she's in there taking pictures with her phone. And she's like, you're doing amazing, sweetie. You're doing amazing, sweetie. That's where that meme comes from, mm-hmm. that video meme. But yeah. he was like, yeah, like, he, was, he went off on Kris Jenner on Twitter, too, about, like, letting... Or encouraging his daughter, encouraging her daughter to post for Playboy. So mm-hmm. all in some misogynistic type T. Like he just, you know. What do you think he needs, girl? Because it also seems so. Like I was watching that rally slash conference, and you're also just seeing people just like like people are laughing at him, but also people are, there are people there who are like there to support him. I <laughs> I think there was this one moment that was caught when he said the Harriet Tubman statement. That was when like somebody was like, "All right, it's time to go. We got to go now." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. bitch pack up that's it that's it we lost we were th- we were with him for a minute 
but you got to think there's a lot of white people there too, and they're listening to did that. Did you? I never. Th- I didn't there, see. There's quite a few I, white I people there. Yeah, and they're I mean, listening. White people to love that. their black rappers. And the problem is, is like, okay, they're listening to a black figure say something like that. So, like, even if they're not super well versed in, you know, African American history, like, they might actually take that to heart. They might take something like that. To but heart. I think it's fair to say a lot of some of those black girls are kind of messed up. Like, because I was even I was having this moment where here's my tangent where I was looking at Jaden Smith because um, he recently became legal and I wanted to become my future husband. And that girl, I need her to, you know mature a bit because that girl believes in chemtrails that girl believes in she believes in illuminati i'm like bitch if anyone is close to the illuminati it'd be your fucking family like what are you talking about like but and that girl is super popular headlining coachella white people love him just like tyler the creator and i just think it isn't just a kanye problem in terms of that in terms of like what are white people taking especially if they follow are really fans of certain types of black rap which a lot of times these girls you know, some of them got it together. I can't name any off the top of my head, other than Jay-Z, I guess. But also, she's not... Mm, I don't know. Because some well, of those girls, you know, some of those girls believe in Flat Earth. Like, because I think, um, what's his face? Who was that one rapper who believes in Flat Earth? But I can't think of many of those girls who There's are, an athlete, I think, who's really into Flat Earth, too. Yeah, but, yeah. But you know, most of those girls are not really educated girls. Like, we have to just keep it real. Like, not that, yeah. not that being a college girl is the end-all of knowledge, but, like, those but girls are undereducated think, or under-informed, I, also, I should say. Under-informed. But I also just think, you know, I think about, like, Miss Cardi B. Like, and I said, that's in that moment when it's like black women just do better. Because I just think about, I don't think Cardi B is the most educated, but she listens she learns it seems like she doesn't just try and assume shit and maybe that's just the difference right is that she seems to i don't know if it's like people just come in her orbit or she just goes out of her orbit to learn things and to engage but i don't know i don't think it's always that college tea but i think there's something about as we've talked about sometimes hetero black men they disappear yeah well, I mean, I do know a lot of people who didn't go to college, but who just read a lot, but read reliable sources. Like, that's mm. the important part, not yeah. read just some, some random shit online, like some, yeah. some conspiracy tea or anything like that. Like, they read, like, actual books and, like, newspapers and that, like, some of the most, like, well-read people I know weren't college graduates. So, you're right. I think Miss Cardi B, she stays well-informed on issues, yeah. like, around progressive politics and Bernie and... But yeah, girl, it isn't completely tied or correlated with education. You're right. Yeah. You're right. But um, but mental health is real tea. Um, I don't know if you do we do we want to talk about Miss Tamar, or oh yeah, or just quickly, I mean, just say, yeah, you can quickly mention her. Please. I mean, she, she. I mean, I don't know for sure, but it seems like she almost tried to commit suicide. Um, and her boyfriend at the t- uh, current boyfriend like called nine one one to get her help. Um, she was unconscious when they arrived. Took her to the hospital. Thankfully, she's currently stabilized, has been moved to a facility. But, you know, I was I was worried about her ever since she cut all her... Anytime someone cuts their hair short, because even look at Kanye, the way... I don't even know what... Are there letters? Like, what is his it hair? It was 2020, his, 2020 was shaved into his head. Yeah, okay, see? That, that bald head, like, that's when you got to worry. Especially for black people, because, you know, for any non-black listeners, hair is like... So it's like black people. It's like so like there's certain things that are part of blackness. Hair is a big thing. So people just cut off their hair nilly willy. It's time to watch. So Miss Tamar, she had been cutting that hair. 
I mean, there was a real the episode with the real. Although she had a new TV show that she was doing with um, who's who's was that Wendy's wig stylist or hair stylist? Oh, was it was it she like had, a, um, a reality show or what kind of show? Yeah, was it? it was a yo. You didn't know about this? I I thought you were more of a Tamar girl. If you're not really no, a Tamar girl, I'm not a on. huge Tamar girl. I I but I think she's very talented vocally. Like like when she released <laughs> that album a few years ago. I mean, she's no Tony Braxton, but oof, I actually I I would. I would counter that because okay, we're like, gonna move on. Then, she's a soprano uh, <laughs> and she can hit those high notes like uh, like on some old school Mimi like Mariah type tees. Like Tamar can really hit some notes, like because Tony is a deep alto. So like, oh uh, yeah, and I think I just love you that. can't compare uh, them. I think I think Tony definitely has a beautiful and amazing voice, but like Tamar can blow though. She can blow. We mm. I don't want to sleep on her. Like vocally, she's very okay. talented. Um, but we're, we're going to keep, um, you know, it's too early for the awesome prayer. We're going to keep Miss Tamar in our thought, our prayers. Um, but I think, um, you know, we can, uh, we already talked about Kanye longer than I wanted, but I think we can definitely move on from that and do our last, God, it's just been a bad news kind of week. Um, well, good news, I would say. This is bad news for someone else. Um, it's Fox <laughs> yeah. News tea. Yeah. Uh, well, there was, there was potential, you know some really horrible things involved especially to these women who they're white women so and they're fox kind of white women so they're probably kind of shitty in their own way yeah they're probably shitty <sighs> shitty victims um, but all victims aren't going to be perfect but right? all vi- but yes yeah victims are victims so. victims are victims and victims are human right so i think yeah. um but yeah a former female producer at fox news named jennifer eckhart and another woman who appeared frequently as an on-air commentator named Kathy Aru have filed a civil lawsuit Monday accusing former longtime anchor Ed Henry of rape, sexual misconduct, and harassment. Um, so uh, also prominent Fox News commentators Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, and Howard Kurtz are named as defendants in this lawsuit and are accused of sexual misconduct. Right. Yeah, for with another woman that she's filing the lawsuit with. Yeah, so. uh, Kathy Aru is the one who named these other, implicated these other three men in her lawsuit. And so Fox News issued a statement on behalf of Hannity, Carlson, and Kurtz calling the claims in the suit uh, false, patently frivolous, and utterly devoid of any merit. However, Ed Henry was fired on July 1st of this year for willful sexual misconduct. So I don't know if it's tied to this case or other cases, Mm. but Miss Ed Henry, she's a messy girl because in 2016, she was demoted by the network from her job as White House correspondent and took a leave of absence following allegations of an extramarital affair with the Las Las Vegas hostess and stripper. Um, in 2016 Mm -hmm. but however of course like any white man with privilege he was able to return to his fox news job later that year taking a position as a chief national correspondent and then someone did warn someone did say like hey if you're bringing him back this idea of trying to clean up miss fox news she's going out the window so yeah and then on top of that he was later added as a co-anchor on fox and friends uh weekend so that was some tea uh, but we obviously know Fox News in recent years has been hit by a number of allegations um, or of sexual misconduct, which forced the ouster, forced the ouster of Roger Ailes, the chairman of the mm-hmm. network, along with Bill mm-hmm. O'Reilly, one of their, you know, their biggest hosts at the time. Uh, but now has a podcast. See, everyone's oh, podcasting. Every, so cancel culture isn't real, is it, girl? It's really not, <laughs> is it? We talk, we're going to have an episode on that at some yeah. point. But, um, yeah, so obviously, and then now, uh, Ed Henry was fired on July 1st for sexual misconduct. Um, so Eckert, Jennifer Eckert, she has multiple allegations against Ed Henry, including 
forced oral sex and rape and allegations that he could well the forced oral sex is rape obviously and then allegations that he could um that he he told her he could advance her career at fox in exchange for sex so she even has a sex trafficking charge in there allegedly right Mm -hmm. um kathy aru has multiple sexual or actually has a case against edward henry too for sending her multiple sexual images and text messages uh as a form of harassment and then she has she actually sued sean hannity for throwing a hundred dollar bill at her on set mm-hmm. at, in like mm-hmm. in a mock dating auction where he told the men on set oh someone take her out to drink she's you know good looking someone take and mm-hmm. he threw a hundred dollar bill at her in like some demeaning or degrading manner sounds like sean sounds yeah it sure does and you know what and she was propositioned but this is even worse she was propositioned by both howard kurtz and tucker carlson for sex uh, in her lawsuit, those are her allegations. And it's important said, to remember that Tucker Carlson is married with kids, with kids, right? And so I, th- and and so basically, she said like after she denied like them sex, like she said, no, I'm not going to sleep with you. That they retaliated against her with fewer appearances on their on their shows, right? Mm-hmm. So basically, that's classic sexual harassment, like like retaliation for not mm-hmm. you know giving in to sexual advances that's like a classic definition of sexual harassment but all of this is alleged of course <laughs> um so what do you think girl does this have as it is alleged do you think this has any teeth girl i just think it feeds into that cult like that toxic culture that fox news that yeah. you know a lot of those white women who work there have talked about and um you know i wonder how miss laura engren's been surviving I think because she's like top top on air talent, and then she came mm. in. She came in after. I mean, she was a she was a frequent commentator. I think before Rod, when Roger Ailes was there, but she really came in and got her own show in the ten o'clock hour after Roger Ailes was gone. So I bet you mm. she, I bet you she's been okay. I bet you she's been yeah. okay. But we we'll never know. I don't unless she ends up coming out with something later on. She's not a victim. She doesn't want to be like perceived as a victim type of girl oh, she's no. what she wants she's to be not. like that hard ass you know that yeah hard-ass girl, like. um, but this is definitely something to watch and i also just thought it was interesting that um mr ed um henry is um at the story i read for npr he's married to a chief npr correspondent so just that kind of reminder that while it might seem like oh the media is like right versus left like does mm, it's not always like that i think they're sometimes more on the same page than it appears um because i'm like if you're if you're gonna be sleeping with someone like that like i don't know about your politics um and as we see he's kind of garbage so <laughs> yeah that's an, under- <laughs> that's an understatement yeah kind of. um so i think that's our uh good news and bad well mostly bad news <laughs> but, <laughs> but for the week uh and i think we can get into our listener mail Ooh. um so we have like one little email. You can okay. send questions, comments, stories to ask them, A S K T H E M at two savequeens.com. And you can leave us a message at 323 438 2827. So this email is from Mel. Um, it relates back to our, you know, Will and Jada conversation that we had last week um, about August Alcina. Is that mm-hmm. how you say his last name? I think so. Um, And just, she was kind of wondering, you know, she doesn't feel like people are talking enough about the idea of, you know, Jada being a woman 20-something years older than August, who at the time was in his early 20s, and how at that time, August very much was in his own, as we see, mental health in the Black community, his own kind of mental health situation, um, 
and not in a great place? And how is it, do you think she in some ways took advantage of, you know, the situation by, yes, at first helping him, but then to go on to have a relationship with him? And mind you too, August was friends with Jaden, who we were just talking about. Ugh. They were they were friends. Yeah, he's you know. No wonder Jaden had to move outside that house in um, what's it called? Um, Calabasas. Or or well, no, emancipate himself. That's what I was gonna say. Oh, emancipate. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you know, Jaden is Jaden is twenty two now, girl. He's like, I well, know. He's, yeah. She's almost ready for me. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I think it was predatory. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I I do. I know. I've seen a lot of posts. One of my friends, who's you know a victim of sexual harassment, actually, oddly enough, after we're talking about Fox News, um, she was she's actually a she, yeah she's actually been on Fox News talking about sexual harassment. This female wow. friend of mine, Blackfish, too. And she, um, she, she posts about this all the time. She feels like it was so predatory of Jada because mm-hmm. it was, there was like this power differentiation or differential mm-hmm. and, um, and just knowing that the place that he was in too, like, mm-hmm. like mentally and whatnot. Um, because if he were in a better place mentally, I feel like she doesn't think it would be, even with the age gap, he was still a consenting mm-hmm. adult. So I feel like, I feel like the combination of the age differential and the mental health issues on August's part, it mm-hmm. to me it was it was like it was semi predatory, and I feel like that's something that she actually should own and apologize mm. for, even though she may never do that, even at her red table. And- I was kind of surprised that she didn't. I'm not gonna lie, um, because I think that that is a piece. The for as much as I I mean I have to own that I you know we I ours just own myself I called him petty and messy for doing it I think he there was a bit of that I think some of that also still comes from a place of hurt and pain for why he acted the way he did and brought up their past like for for her to be you know this man put out a whole song called entanglement featuring Rick Ross Uh, so I think for him to do all that he's not he's not recovered from what their relationship or how he felt she treated him so but you know, I will say I still think he's a petty, messy queen. Not, not, and I, and the reason I say this, so I'ma say I still think she's petty. <laughs> well, because she went off on Kiki Palmer for right. for no reason on Twitter, like for just for Kiki Palmer saying, "Oh no, we we were friends, we never dated," and then he tried to be like, "Oh, we never dated, but you wanted me," and blah blah. blah. He was like, uh, "I hate and I hate messy straight men." So, but I yeah. still, I feel like that's still yes. But I still, I feel like that comes from that place that I like. You don't, you're not in a good place. Like you just attacking. And I think that's why I love that Kiki was like, I'm, I'm, I'm a bad bitch. I'm gonna be the better person. I'm gonna be the bigger person, and I'm gonna keep it moving from my she pool is side. a bad bitch. She's Ooh, beautiful. I love Miss Kiki. I love Miss Kiki. I do. I love her. I do. But I do think you're right, and I think part um, because I think um, Mel, who wrote in, was saying that like it feels like people aren't talking about it and obviously there are some people but i think it's that dynamic that people especially in the black community they don't see you know black women as potentially being abusers or violators or um you know like you know there's been talk about like rappers wanting to like have their like underage sons have sex with prostitutes, I shouldn't say prostitutes, sex workers, um, and doing things like that to like make them become a man. Like there's just not that same idea of like, oh, a black, that there actually is a power difference. There is something there right. where she did take, you know, advantage of him, but there's this thought that like, oh no, a woman can't really take advantage of a man. Like I'm sure he wanted it. Like, mm, I don't think that's right, but I think that's why there's not enough of that conversation, but. I agree with you. I think Shada should apologize for that piece. And I think I that red table moment was that time to do it and that she didn't. 
Kind of makes me look a little side eye at her. No lie. Yeah, and I mean, we have to be reminded that it, while it was unethical, it wasn't illegal what she did. So that's true. But, but you know, morals good, are morals. Morals are morals. Yeah, for sure. Um, um but uh, thank you for that, Miss Mel. I know who you are. So thank you, girl. Um, so again, ask them at twosafequeens.com. Oh, okay. that's a melodic girl. Ooh, girl, you, you know. always Wait put for that together album. You, know. you put together a cute melody <laughs> and some, with some words. You do it all the time, girl. Oh man, we gotta start. We gotta make sure we record our both sides girl song for the fall. Both oh, sides, yes. girl. Both, both sides. sides. Both sides, girl. <laughs> girl yeah, both, both sides. sides. <laughs> um, so we're at the end of our show. You know, we're gonna try to keep this on our hour if I don't keep fucking talking. Uh, so it's time for our thoughts and prayers. So. I've been having a lot of thoughts, so this week um, I'm going to just have my prayers. Miss RBG has cancer again. Um, she was treated for pancreatic cancer in 2009. She had heart surgery in 2014. She's gone through lung cancer treatment in 2018, colon and pancreatic cancer treatment in 2019, and now gallbladder treatment in 2020. So... um keep her in our thoughts you know i've seen some people saying like oh this woman you know she shouldn't be having to like do all this to be on you know she shouldn't be having to deal with all this and being cancer treatments while still being on the court um but as miss Devereaux said she could have retired but anyway um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah she could have obama's first so she term wouldn't have to be dealing with second all this. term she had um, multiple opportunities to retire maybe she not his, too late in his second term we saw what happened with mr yeah. merrick garland but early in the but second term early in the second term early early so before, this is the cross that lost. she has to bear like honestly so. she brought it on not she didn't bring cancer herself <laughs> She but did. we're still going to yeah. keep her in our prayers. And also, she's done amazing work. She is a true, you know, visionary. She's she holding it down. And also, you know, she's, I think she's, I think she's going to make it, honestly, because this woman I do is too. a fighter. So I do too. She's I'm really done, not too worried. But I, but I, and she's done great work on gender rights, like before she was on the court, like as a litigator. I just think, I just think, yeah, I think also we got to give Soda, Sonia Sotomayor to me is who we think RBG is. Like, I love RBG is wonderful and everything. And she, I pray for her. But Miss Sonia Sotomayor is who I stand for. You know, got it. Got it. Maybe we should have a talk about why we should stand for her. Uh, yeah. But anyway, over to you, girl, for your thoughts and prayers. Yeah. So I want to issue some thoughts and prayers for the family of Congressman John Lewis, who passed away mm. at 80 this past weekend. Mm. Um, and he had, there was an endearing story of when, you know, Barack Obama became president and was sworn in and John Lewis went over to him with a piece of paper to sign, you know, as the first black president and Barack Obama wrote because of you, comma, John, like basically saying Barack Obama said, you know, he got here, he got, he became president because of John Lewis's work. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then Barack Obama issued the presidential medal of freedom to John Lewis in 2011, uh, Congressman Lewis was arrested over 40 times, you know, almost mm. died on the Edmund Pettus Bridge marching for voting yeah. rights. Still has a scar, had a scar, like a really bad scar from and his you, beating. And you know that he spoke out against the Defense of Marriage Act in 1996. He was for gay rights. He was speaking mm -hmm. out on behalf of gay rights on the congressional floor in 1996. So he he was intersectional. Yeah. He, he yeah. knew what was up. And I just, I really, that was, this one really hit me hard because I really, mm. this was someone I was really a fan of. Seems so humble. Everyone I knew except me had a picture with Miss, Mr. John Lewis. So um, I wish I'd gotten one in too. But that that's neither here nor there. I really, you know, let's celebrate 
John Lewis and also, you know, pray for his family for healing. And also Reverend C.T. Vivian, who was a contemporary of John Lewis and Martin Luther King, who died at 95 on the same day, also marched in Selma and was punched in the face so hard by the white sheriff that the white sheriff broke his hand, you know, mm. punching him in the mm-hmm. face while while Reverend C.T. Vivian was marching on behalf uh, or on behalf of voting rights. And also Martin Luther King called Reverend C.T. Vivian the greatest preacher who ever lived. Um, and then Reverend C.T. Vivian, too, was given the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2013 by President Barack Obama. Um, he was also almost killed by a white mob in St. Augustine, Florida in 1964. So he has done some amazing work, too. We don't want to leave him behind Definitely. in our thoughts and prayers. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with um, Reverend C.T., but I know he had also you know, done some work around um, you know, students who were out of school or from in- impoverished neighborhoods. And that kind of led the roadmap for like Upward Bound, I think it's called. Um, which I definitely had heard about basically just helping kids like, you know, getting into college and studying. Yes. Um, it's so. a big thing here in Detroit. And I, I have friends who were in that program. It's been going for decades. Yeah. And it's still going uh-huh. here and, and around the country. So great work. Great, great, great work, Rev. You all did well. You all did well yeah. here on Earth. And definitely, definitely something that um, I think John Lewis wanted to leave us with um, that is good for this moment is this idea of like getting into good trouble you know you don't want to get into the wrong kind of trouble but sometimes you gotta get into good trouble to do what's right for your country and for your people and your fellow man and woman so that's our show follow us on social media twitter instagram facebook tiktok at two saved queens don't forget to rate us review us on your preferred platform of your choice it helps get the podcast in front of more people i hope y'all stay safe healthy and safe and if y'all get into some good trouble you know make it out of it (laughs) 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 with that Miss Terrell do you have a final word for the children yeah girls keep that cocaine that fentanyl laced cocaine out your nose though who is doing that right now you know I'm just saying all those drugs they're laced with fentanyl out of China that Chinese fentanyl (laughs) stop doing drugs stop doing all the meth Uh. uh, cocaine stop doing it girls (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.